Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, House of Havoc proudly presents their podcast tag team champions of the world, the big guy Chris Johansson, the muskrat Alicino, and as always, I'm that J-I-double-M-Y, the death of Kayfabe! Welcome to the death of Kayfabe part for what week is this? It's February. February? It's the month of February. This is the February recap for WWE. We're here with Big Whitey and Jimmy, as always. And we're going to get right into it. I mean, WWE, right? We saw... Well, I guess we want to start with we want to start with something first, right? Some local yeah. some local talent first. We've spent some time on the show discussing our local indie promotion NYWC discussed their big show Psycho Circus and how we were all going to go. I went, these two did not, life happens. Big mistake. <laughs> big mistake. It was a really cool show. I mean, if you or on wrestling Twitter, you saw that Cardona showed up. That is where he went to school initially, where he learned. First time in a oh, ring since. Put, put some respect on the man's name. The Matt? NWA World Champion Matt Cardona. NWA World <laughs> Heavyweight Champion Matt Cardona, and on, and now and now NYWC World Heavyweight Champion answered the open call. Let's not forget the impact. Isn't he? No, he's. I think he's, he's the, the Impact guy. Digital Media. He's got six belts. Okay. Impact yeah. Digital Media champion, internet champion. The internet champion. And he's got two more. Every so, episode we do a a API. Uh, every episode we do a wrestler of the month, right? Yes. And every month somebody has chosen him. Correct. Here's a spoiler for you. I'm picking him again this month. I mean, that's <laughs> not... <Love> that. <laughs> All right. So there you go, you know. So overall, it's not just about Matt Cardona. The show is very good, especially for the level of indie that it is. It's not like a Ring of Honor level indie, as you guys both know. It's on the lower end. You know, it's a school. Yeah, it's... it's yeah. But we are there with... Our boy Brian from a litany of other podcasts on the network here. And he was a wrestling fan back in the day. His wrestling fandom probably stops around 02, something like that. Probably, yeah. And he leaned over to me at one point and he said, it's really interesting because even I can tell just by watching who has it and who doesn't. Jaden Valo, Jaden Valo, mm-hmm. that's the guy. Brian grabbed me. He was like, who's the guy in the pink? I was like, oh, Jaden Valo. He's like, that guy, is he somebody? He will be. And I, I that's, that's exactly what I said to him. I said, mm-hmm. not yet, but he will be. He's got it. He's a little small, but in today's day and age, you don't have to be a monster anymore. That kid has it. He made Barstool. I don't know if you saw mm-hmm. from the clip from NYWC in the Psycho Circus yeah, He match. made Barstool. He took a Russian leg sweep off the side of the cage onto a ladder bridge. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a sick bump. I'm uh, very disappointed that I missed the show. Very disappointed. It was a good show. And uh, Velo's been on Dark a couple of times on AEW. Oh, really? Yeah. So you don't sign a contract for Dark then? No. It's just kind of like, sign this in case you get hurt. We're not responsible. Uh, go have fun out there. Is that kind of what it's like? No, it's you, you get a contract. It's like an independent contractor's contract. You you like a uh, like a ten ninety nine, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I mean. Basically. Yeah, it's a there's it's a, like, it's here, a booking. Here's, here, here's a check. You did good tonight. Thank you. We'll call you again. You know, very simple. Yeah. See, essentially, when you're when you're an indie guy who goes up for like a you know an AEW Dark, which is a a YouTube show, you're going to 
It's just like a one day contract. You know yeah. I mean? So. Well, like, so didn't he, didn't Cardano sign uh uh like a five match a yeah. five appearance deal with with AW originally? Yeah, when he first showed up. He yeah. did right. All right. So did you, do you back think... then TK was doing a lot of those guys on like the five appearance deals. Yeah. For what I'm not sure. Tryout. Tryout. A tryout for a guy of that you know, caliber? Like, we know that the work rate was there. Like, yeah, you know but, what I mean? When Cardona went on there, he was not hot. You know what I mean? Like, we love him because we've been a fan of his. And he's from here time. and this and that. But you he, know. Was, he was not really on WWE TV anymore. He kind of was, you know, doing the indie thing, but he was just getting going with it. Now he's the king of the indies. You know, he did, he's doing now what Cody did, what, five years ago? Yeah. Well, when he showed up to AEW, this is pre-Deathmatch King. And right. The, the, that match, which Com- we fucked up not going to that one, too, I in mean, Atlantic City, but what are you no. going to do? Complete no. side note. Honestly, I think before you go, I think it's probably for the best we didn't go because guys were legitimately throwing glass bottles and stuff yeah. at Matt. And, like, us being – if it was me, you, and Riggio, like it was going to oh be. Oh, my God, yeah. We would have been all sorts – we would have gotten into a fight, dude. We would have gotten into a fight in Matt Cardona's name for sure. Yeah. In Matt Cardona's name? You don't throw fucking glass bottles at my guy. But go ahead. A little aside that last month we were, like, getting into this whole Cody Rhodes thing, what was going to happen. And here we are a month later, and absolutely nothing's happened. Right. Well, I mean, except uh, rumors. Eventually, rumors. down the down the WrestleMania list, we're gonna get into it. And then yeah, I wanted to do more about Cody, but the more time we've had to let it fizzle out, I don't really feel like I have much to say. But there's one thing on the AEW end that I'll get to. Well, yeah, we can get to that. But the NYWC, right? We're closing that up. We want to get these guys on the show. We have to. So, so here's the call out, right? Man Bun Jesus, right? That's one. Who's the other one? Jaden Velo or Jayden, Valo? Jaden Velo See, or I always, Valo, right? I always thought it was Velo, but then it sounded like they were cran- they were chanting Jaden Valo in the crowd yeah. that night. So. so I want to get those two guys on, hear what they have to say, ask them some cool questions, hear some good stories. And I think that's, that's, the, that's the first benchmark. Yeah, I mean, Johnny Radke was at Control Your Narrative. So I, he wrestled and, I mean, those are two. The, but The night before uh, Psycho Circus, he wrestled EC3 at Outlaw Pro Wrestling in the Great South Bay Brewery. Okay. Oh, that was on the same sh- It's in the, on that, the, both on the island that night. Yeah. Wow. It was Friday night was Great South Bay Brewery. Saturday night was Psycho Circus. Wow. Yeah. So they're both pretty legit. They have legit skill. And like we said, who yeah, is I that mean, guy? He's going to be something. I'd love to have him on. I think that that would be great. I think that would be the best First guest possible for this show. I think that's what I think that's what we should do. Local stars, one hundred percent. I mean, Long Island, like we talked about it before. I mean, they're producing, becoming a hotbed. One hundred percent. Some young stars. One hundred percent. Well, I think wrestling in general is uh, at a peak right now, and you're seeing it. You know, where where guys that we used to go watch at NYWC are now on on TV every single week. The main event of Rampage last night. I don't th- I don't know if we were there or not, but a week shy of ten years to the date, they had that match in the Sportatorium. What was, what was Swerve versus Tony Nese. Right. I don't know if we were there that night or not, but twenty twelve that would have been right around the time we were going a lot. Well, think about it this way: we saw another main event, Tony Nese and Jay Lethal, both of those guys on AEW TV. You got John Silver on AEW TV. He was at the Psycho Circus. I mean, we saw Orange Cassidy. We remember we saw Orange Cassidy at the Psycho yep. Circus. Like, was it two years ago? Co- yeah, right before COVID. Yep. So I mean, you know. They're, they're, it's not and really... Statlander was on that show too in the Psycho Circus match. Right, and you know, Willow Nightingale, she's on Impact every week. I mean, there's and there's other people on Impact we've we've saw we saw it at, at NYWC. So it's like, like we've said, it's like you go support your in, you know you know your local indie guys, you know, because these guys are out there working hard, and you want to go see some wrestling, go go to your local show. 
There's nothing like a local show. No. 100%. I mean, and once again, I entered with two more people that had never been to anything like this before, didn't know what to expect, probably expected to have a, a, a bed, and, not, you know, and, like and, an, and, an, an average night. And I'm now, I think, between you, <laughs> between you and me combined, I think we're like 11 for 11 of bringing people that expected to have a shitty time. Yeah. And they walked out. Zach texted me a week later and said, I haven't had that much fun in like 10 years. Dude. That's what I'm saying. It's like, a, it is such a time. It's not like. And then Anthony wound up being bummed. He had to leave to go to work, missed the main event. Yeah. It's not, it's not like. Here's the thing. Wrestling doesn't have the perception that, that like there's a there's a there's a perception of wrestling that it's like this goofy, stupid form of entertainment. But my feeling is you get anybody to a live wrestling show, they fall in love with professional wrestling. Yeah. Because I, they, I, you know I agree. And and listen, we all know the WWE, AEW, they they're not the cheapest nights, but if you wanted to you know, to go see some live wrestling, just go see your local wrestling. Yeah. How much was it to get in there, White Buddy? General admission standing room, 25 bucks. I think first row might have been 40 or 45 bones. And how much did we pay to go see uh, AEW up top? 40 bucks. Up top. And the, like so up top. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. even that ticket for, for uh, WWE is going to run you well into the hundreds. For WrestleMania, the, no, 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 for, no. for, for, for any for Raw, most yeah, pay, anything more, that's more. Ta- so. Billy, you know our friend, our friend Billy, who's also lifelong wrestling fan. He's he's now taking his girls to go see SmackDown, and they've been I think a couple times. They went to Raw. They've been to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I think for the three tickets, it was like one hundred and fifty a piece or something like that. One hundred fifty a piece. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Then, but that's on TV. That's like SmackDown and Raw or Raw Live. Uh, SmackDown Live. So you're going, you're going to be on, you have a chance to be on Fox, which is kind of cool. You know what I mean? He said that the meet and greet add-on though was like five hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Like, yeah, no, I'm okay with that. I'm all set on that. That's just crazy. And like we said, like you, there's a chance Tony Nice was at the Psycho Circus. Will Nightingale was at the Psycho Circus. Right. There's a chance you're going to see some of these guys you recognize so, on TV. And I will tell you this. It was at least one to one kids to adults. So right. even though it's it is kind of a rated R show, it is still a family atmosphere. Right. And you could always decide if it's too much for you, which it really well, typically Psycho, isn't. Psycho Circus is not the best show to take your kids to. But even this card, only the Psycho Circus match was really wild. Right. But it is like the crowd's gonna there's gonna get a shut the fuck up chant. Like if you don't want your kid hearing the language, the wrestlers were getting in the kids' faces, the heels, and going "fuck you" to like little ten year olds. Yeah. So if you don't yeah. want if you don't want your kids around that, then definitely <laughs> avoid Psycho Circus. But it think, is I a good family night. You 12, know, twelve and older. I think it's a good. You know, I definitely. Think you're pushing you, ten. You're pushing it. Eleven. You're pushing it. But I think twelve is the right age to, to start NYWC. So who is the? Uh, excuse me for not knowing, but who is the trainer there? Like who is who is the trainer that's that's Mikey, per- Mikey Whipwreck and okay. um, Mike Mikey. Mondo. Big Mike. trainer over there. So they're basically. It's Mikey Whipwreck's promotion. I mean, promotion. they're really fucking producing these these this talent. Well, not you know, not a sole cause, but you know what I'm saying. Like they're really. Yeah, some of it, and some of it are guys that come and go. Like there's a Creative Pro is a big one out here too. Yeah, yeah. but people always Myers. come back. That's Myers, yeah. That's but people always come back. It seems like. Right? Yeah, MJF Statlander, both Creative Pro. And then like their big guy now is VSK. Yeah, but VSK is from Victory Pro Wrestling, I think. Okay. Yeah, so they always it always seems like they come back. Like you even top guys in the indies now, right? Or Nice. They always seem to like, you know, always nice, come back to the roots whenever they're able to. You nice know I mean? more so than than some others. Like and Nice is 
uberly talented. Oh, yeah. But well, anyway. Well, we've seen that. I mean, Yeah, we knew that for a while. But I'm just saying, you know, it's like I feel like he didn't get the push he deserved at all when he was at WWE. And AEW, I mean, he's used. He's used. I mean, you just said he main evented Rampage. You know what I mean? Yeah, so he's used. Few and far between, though. I'd like to see a lot more Tony. And yeah, hundred percent. It's very, it's very wish washed the way he's booked, but it's okay. I we'll, mean, we'll get there though. I, I, yeah. I, I, have, I have some stuff to say about the roster. Not nothing negative. Just so the first thing about WWE on on this week's episode isn't going to be about the wrestling. It's going to be about the podcast between Pat McAfee and Vince McMahon. Correct. Correct. All right. Go ahead. You want to break it down for us? Well, so this is where I turn it over to Chris because oh. Chris did watch the episode in its entirety yeah. where we had both seen clips. Well, here's what I'll tell you. I, you know, in my, I've been watching the WWF, WWE for since 1988, 1989. And, you know, you see Vince on TV. That's the character Vince. You know, you see Vince the announcer, but you don't see Vince the person. And... I feel like with this particular podcast, you know, because McAfee brings that air of like laid back, you know, he's very cool with everyone. So, and plus he works for Vince and they have a personal relationship. So I think Vince really kind of let his guard down a lot. You know, and I think Vince saw what, what happened with Taker, you know, with Taker at the end, kind of want to let people, you know, with the, what was the, the documentary on the network? It was the, um, the last ride. The last ride, yeah. And you saw more Taker in that than you'd ever seen. Oh, 100%. So yeah. I think this McAfee show is, and again, you still got guarded Vince, but you saw a lot more of the person Vince. And I think that people make him out to be like, he's like this, you know, he, he's got an ego. He's got a gigantic, <laughs> you know, fill up fucking two continent, you know, ego. But the thing about Vince is, I think down at, at the end of the day, he's a good guy. You know what I mean? I would agree with that. I would agree that he's a good guy. Yeah, I think Vince so, is a good person too. I what did I, see that we saw more of his personality than than more so in the past, right? Sure. But th- do you believe that the whole point of the podcast was to set up this match? No. 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 If it was, they would have they would have sold the match. All he said was I'll find an opponent for you. I think I think backstage McAfee walks up to Vince and half joking he's like come on the podcast man come on come, just come on the for me one just for one time come just to see what it's like and Vince shrugs it off shrugs it off shrugs it off and I think he fucking wore him down and he said sure I'll do it well so this is what I wanted to say about like the Pat dynamic now obviously nobody has ever no none of the three of us have ever met Vince we've never no. worked for Vince but it's if you go across and listen to many people who have worked for Vince who have spoken about it. The power dynamic is intimidating. Knocking on his door and confronting him is intimidating. Am I wrong? Most people... I mean, the guy, you go in his office, he's got a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex head or whatever it is in his office. And a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people are afraid to pitch the wrong thing or say the wrong thing or not say what they think Vince wants them to say. Pat McAfee, much like Freddie Prinze Jr., when he was working for them as a writer on creative, he could get fired and be fine. I'm doing it because I want to be here because I love it. I'm not doing it. And Freddie Prinze Jr. is on the record saying this. I'm not here for the paycheck. So I'm going to go. And what is he going to do? Fire me? Okay, thanks for the opportunity. What are you going to do? I think Pat's very – because obviously he just signed that mega deal with him. Yeah, nothing to lose type type. type He's there because he wants to be there. And Vince knows he's lightning in a bottle. Right. So Pat – what do you – Pat will bring up AEW live on the podcast. He's not afraid. What are you going to do? Right. So I think that's the thing is I think, you know – the key that, that, that people don't understand is Vince wants people to want to be there. If you don't want to be there, I'm not going to hold you down. I'm not going to, you know, we have a contract. You have to follow the guidelines of our contract. So, for instance, you know, CM Punk. CM Punk was very unhappy. 
you know, he you saw what he did in that Royal Rumble. He went and he laid in the corner because he knew Batista was going to win, which we all knew was bullshit. It was a terrible booking. Like, the WWE has terrible booking. But he was very unhappy about it, and he took his ball and he went home. You know what I mean? Well, and there's a lot of things that led to that. I mean... Sure, but Vince didn't... He went to Vince and he said, Vince, I'm unhappy. And Vince said, go ahead. I'm not going to keep you here. I'm not going to hold you down here. Because Vince... People think don't think about it. The WWE is Vince McMahon. So he's about his business. And like that's that's the thing about Vince. Like yes, it's like cutthroat. Yes, it's like it's not it's not nothing's dirty about it. The only person he ever handled dirty was Bret. I mean, yes, he did like the the territories dirty and shit like that, but like he was pretty <laughs> he was pretty fair with everyone. Yeah, I under yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's just like I brought this up watching some sort of AEW TV when somebody came out with like some completely different gear on whatever it was. I think it was a girl. I don't remember who it was. And I just looked at Emily and I'm like, how much would it bother you if you like if you work for Vince and you had no creative control over your own like image? Well, me and you talked about Be- it. Yeah, we probably talked about it. At Revolution when we were watching it. Because Jade came out with the Mortal Kombat shit. And right. Adam, no, and Adam that was Revolution. Yeah. yeah, but I also spoke to Emily oh, about okay. it Wednesday night watching Dynamite. Okay. Because like you want to get a tattoo, it needs mm-hmm. to get approved by Vince. Sure. You want to cut your hair, it needs to get approved by Vince. You want to fu- change your ring gear. What are you because of the video games and the toys and everything else? I'm like. Now that there's an opportunity to make money and not be held by all of those restrictions, if it's not in your heart that you want to be a WWE superstar, there's money to be made elsewhere. Like, you right. know, there's plenty of people proving it. Right. Because, like, if you're a creative person, like Adam Cole definitely is. Like, they, obviously, all, Dude, Jade they is. all are. You there's very have different, few that aren't. Even Adam Cole, with the Halo deal, had different gear on for the pay-per-view match. Like, to make it feel special, to make it feel different. Sure. Jericho's one who's big on the the gear plays a part into the character. If you don't, if you every week in week out, you need that Roman Reigns. You're wearing that same bulletproof vest for fucking seven years. You want to cut your hair? Too bad. What do you think? What would you call a? Yeah, but who says he's not happy doing that? The no, 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 I'm not saying. No, he's I'm not no, happy. not at all. I'm just saying for no, the no, pe- no, for the people who like it would drive. I said like, if I say WWE superstar and I say use one word to describe them, right? Or not one word, but one phrase, right? Would it's you would you say no the, the the superstar? Would you say the superstar themselves, not the whole, right? Would you say professional athlete? What for WWE? No, they're no superstar for, because that's what they're branded. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm, okay, I don't. It's hard to word it. What I'm saying is, I would use the word artist. I wouldn't use the word pro athlete. I would use the word. I would say that these these wrestlers are more artists and and. You hear this all the time, perfecting their craft. They're more to me. They're more on the the. They're performers, right? And I would agree. Artists is a good way to describe it. They are performers, artists. fine, right? But they're not athletes. Athletes, like not. Well, they I, are not, athletes, I, I, no, but I don't they're not mean that professional athletes, right? Because okay, well, I mean, I think I think what Vince branded it. It's sports entertainment. There's a lot. I think that's like the the, the exact. The, the, if you're gonna try to explain to a layman, you know what what. Professional wrestling, like, like a, a little kid who never understood, right, 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 never understood. You would explain it. It's like it's, it's, you know, it's athleticism, but it's a performance, performance athleticism. But so it's we, like the circus. You know we I mean? we could also argue, right, that sports entertainment. There is still to this day a difference between sports entertainment and professional wrestling. Slight differences, no, but, but that's not even the argument I want to have. Real quick, without getting into it, I don't know even if it was Vince or his dad, but. 
didn't the fight commissions come down on them and basically say like is this real because if it's really real the way you're pitching it like everyone needs to go into USADA and that's why they changed the sports entertainment so i think no it was I the think... steroids that's what it was no, no well the steroids no. they no. they couldn't file under USADA because they yeah. all got popped on steroids so that's so why they changed i think the thing is is that um i think it's SummerSlam 97 is in jersey and they had lifted like they had that's kind of like when the transition happened when they were like well we're not real because they're used to that's what that's what kayfabe is that's the whole thing of our you know the, the idea of kayfabe is you make them believe it's real so if to a sports commission eyes well if you're calling it wrestling and it's and it's a real sport then you're gonna pay us so vince was like fuck you i don't want to pay you i just won't run your town you know what i mean so that's why they they um change it to sports entertainment. I mean, it was also because the WWF was owned by the World Wildlife Federation. So it was like the combination of those two things. Listen, it's entertainment. I'm not paying any sports commission to come run these towns. No, no. I, but it I, didn't I have to know. do with the sports commission testing the athletes? That's what I thought it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, part of it was that too. You know what I mean? I don't know. Was USADA around back then? No. But but it would have been some, it was something commission about, by commission. Yeah. Is gonna so, whatever. so basically what would happen is if they went if they went to Philadelphia, they went to New York, they went to, to Georgia, they have to pay those cities uh, a certain fee because it's a sport, you know, it's considered a sport and you're making money by charging you know entrance. So because it because it was classified as a sport, that's why they had to pay that money. That's why that's basically why they wanted to do it because those are big fees, like big fees to run the towns. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the commission still. There's somebody from like any show you go to in New York. There's someone from the New York State Fight Commission there monitoring right, exactly. it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Which like unless you're considered a pro, in the state of New York, tables are not legal. Which is why at the Psycho Circus they use door frames. Right. That's a load of shit. I mean, I you know that. So is, I think I'm they sorry, consider the pros: New Japan, the, WWE, Ring of Honor, AEW, Impact. The those way the they only, handle those are the only five promotions that are allowed to yeah. use tables in New York. The way New York handles it's it's even even UFC the way they handle the fight commission is just it's just out of control. It really is. Yeah. But anyway, so basically, overall feeling of the podcast, right? Would you would what what was the like the final remarks for for you that you listened to the whole thing? And well, entirety? like I said, I, I think it was just being able to see Vince as a real person. You think he would do more? You think he would do it again? You think he would? You go, think he go would? On Maccabee show again? You think he'd start showing his personality? If you're saying Taker showed it towards the end, you think you think this is the begin not the beginning of the end, but you know what I'm saying? Like, is this where he's I think, like? I think he plays his cards too close to the chest. You know, I, I think with Vince, it's like you're not going to really see what his what he's really thinking. You know, and yeah. that's why he kind of just stays the status quo. Yeah. And I think even through the podcast, even though you did see some real Vince, it's like it's still Vince, you know, business. One hundred percent, because kayfabe is still important to him. Yep, and it should be. <laughs> it's important. like an old school mentality, sure. he, but it should be important. Like, I mean, I don't yeah. want to get into the whole kayfabe thing now. No, no, no. But we'll, we'll we'll get into it. But just you know, you you want to when you're watching it, you want to feel like like when you watch. Eddie Kingston, Chris Jericho felt real. That match feels real. You know the beef between Lesnar and Roman Reigns is it's not real, but you feel because you know Lesnar's a real guy. It gives that illusion of it's going to be. You know he could beat the shit out of Roman if he wants to. You know what I'm if saying? If he wants to, yeah, he could. You know. So let's get into the. Uh... Well, let's, we're going to take a break first. Okay, let's take a break. It's a new year, and with new year comes new resolutions. And what's going to help you complete the resolutions that you set forward for yourself this year? Inspiration. And we have just the company for you that's focused around inspiration. Head on over to staythirstyco.com and put in the code HAVOC to get 15% off on your next order. And make sure you take a look over at the Winter 2022 collection. That's staythirstyco.com. Drop the OY and focus on you. So WrestleMania, where are we at, guys? WrestleMania. 
We're right. looking at uh, like what we think about the card, you know, or, or the, the card, the general feuds that led up to these matches, yeah, how you feel about it. So Does I, it feel like a wrestler? My first thing I want to say about WrestleMania before we get into the card, two-night WrestleMania made sense to me during COVID in the Thunderdome. Not a lot of, nothing being shot, sports are in, in the air, give the people like two nights worth of content. Two-night WrestleMania, now that we're back to the status quo, business as usual, bothers me. Now I get that the money's, there's money to be made, you're going to sell 200,000 tickets in theory, all the merchandise, all what it's going to do for Dallas, great. Are there two Christmases? All right, Does me, your birthday happen twice a year? Here's what, here's what, let me, let Super me Bowl? I think if he called Saturday night something other than WrestleMania. No. Because, because here, here's the thing. WrestleMania should be a three-hour show. It should be the top matches of the year, and it should be the top performers of the year. Because, like, WrestleMania should be a reward. That, that roster should work to get on to WrestleMania because you're going to get the biggest payday. You're going to have the most eyeballs. You're going to be like celebrities. It's going to be like the show that everybody's going to want to be on. The problem now is, is that they want to get everybody a payday. So how are you going to get, you know, and five hours is too, way too long of a show, right? I mean, I, I mean, Well, now we're pushing seven or eight because of the two-night deal. We're looking at 14 matches I have right now, and I don't even know if we have them all yet. Well, it's, it's got to be three hours. If it's four hours each night, it's too much wrestling. It's too much wrestling. Too much. Plus, you want people watching the Go Home SmackDown? Like, you're talking Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. What? I mean, th- listen. And then Monday night. We're talking about fucking two, ten, thirteen hours of wrestling over the course of a 72-hour period? Here's what I'll tell you. when, when 84-hour period? I used to be... I mean, I've watched every WrestleMania. You know this. When, like, WrestleMania had... Saturday night was the Hall of Fame and Sunday was WrestleMania. That felt big. You know, because it was a three-hour show. It was the top guys. You know, the, the Hall of Fame was a cool ceremony. It kind of got amped up. It was cool to see. Like, for me, because, like, a lot of the guys that were going into the Hall of Fame at that point were guys that I grew up with. Now, it's like you have the Hall of Fame. You have Saturday night. You got Sunday night. And that's all, you know, like you said, SmackDown, Raw, NXT. That's a lot of WWE wrestling in one week. The Hall of Fame thing doesn't bother me. But, like, this is the way that I'll always remember WrestleMania. And I still feel about it. This like this is why I was thinking about it in the car the other day. Like, even when I'm not, you know, watching the product all the time, WrestleMania is still WrestleMania. I think about from being a kid all the way up to when we would have parties back in the day. I mean, we still do it on a smaller scale sure. now. But like, say the show starts at seven, we get together at like four, mm-hmm. start putting them back, start having good food, doing you know partying, hanging out, and then the show starts and it's just a crescendo. All the way up until the big bang at the main event, and then it's over, and we're like, "All right, let's go now. Time to go do it next year. Like, let's right. get ready for next year." You don't get that on the two night thing because it's no. like, first of all, we're not going to party together two nights in a row, right? I'm I mean, like, I was like thinking about it today. Like, she's gonna, let, you know, I don't want to say she's gonna let me, but like, I understand. She didn't. My, my wife's not gonna want to have people over two nights. Yeah, she's gonna say to me, "Listen, why? You know, I'm not. Gonna, she's not gonna tell me don't watch it. I'll be able to watch it both nights, but like." Because you got to clean up after everybody, you know. So it's a thing. But like, not that I mind. That's not the point. The point is that two having two parties two nights in a row. It's like having two Super Bowls back to back. Like one's enough. So I, I think we're all in agreement so, that the two nights. One hundred percent. The only thing I'll like, say that I agree with Whitey on is, but it can't happen, right? It just, it's just, it just can't happen. You can't put a card together for three hours. Put the people that deserve it the most over this year's span. You just can't put. That's not how that works. Like that's not 
the product that we've come to to know. No, it's it's evolved. Right. That's what I'm saying. He wants to get everybody on the show. Not even everybody on the show, but it's it's like guys who part timers who find their way onto the show, like. And because it's so like that, you you can't re- like you're not so rewarding guys. We, we you know can, what I'm saying? We can well, find there should be a reward system. Is my point. Right? No, I agree with you. I'm saying, but we know that it's just that is just not the, that's just not the case, which is unfortunate. So go ahead. This is the way I think we should do it. Make it simple. You tell us the the match, and we'll we'll give a grade to the storyline and build up to it thus far. Great, love it. McIntyre versus Corbin. I, right now, don't care. I do not D. care. That's all I got to say. D plus. They've been trying, but it's just not getting over. And both of these guys are good workers and, and are good in certain gimmicks. I just, the happy Corbinship, uh, not for me. I liked, I liked, you know, I like badass Baron Corbin. Because he's a big, bad dude who can get after it. You know what I mean? He just can't talk. He needs a mouthpiece. It's like a lot of these guys just can't talk. And they keep trying to put him in positions to talk. Isn't that and crazy? It's like, <laughs> and we don't need, we don't need to get into it at all, really. But great, like he's a great heel. Don't get me wrong, because he does what everybody wants you to do. But you don't want to turn the channel when he's on. You want to like I like when he's like healing it up and doing like the the behind the back. So if he had that mouthpiece, I think it would be very beneficial. One of the things that all the the Fed homers like to bitch about when they attack AEW is. Everybody's in a group, or everybody has a a manager. Who cares? But but then now we're, we're talking about all of the guys in WWE that need a mouthpiece. Like, what if Corbin had a Dan Lambert? Right. You know, like, it also I, keeps more people well, involved, though. Like, you know what I mean? Scorpio Sky was falling flat, kind of, until Dan Lambert came into the fold. Some guys yeah, just and and everybody had. We're gonna get into he's Scorpio amazing. Sky. I don't. It's, we're gonna get into him. But I'm gonna will. go. I'm gonna go D plus. What what's your grade on this build up? McIntyre deserves better to me. That's how I, I think feel. McIntyre deserves better too. McIntyre should be in a featured matchup. Like he's their he's one of their top four guys right now. Especially, especially right. since co- like the COVID era, he had his moments and he was at the the top during the COVID era where I don't feel like he had no fans. Yeah, he didn't get he didn't if, it didn't if, he didn't get justice. If, he didn't if if he because what happened was if he was he was the champ and the top guy when there was nobody in the building. Yeah. So how's it, it's hard to get behind? Like the reason Jericho got over because they sing his fucking song. I mean, not not the reason. But no, like, yeah, no, you. Yeah, it's part of it. Part of it. Not for us longtime fans. I'm saying those newer fans, like, oh, I love Jericho because I can sing his song when he comes out. Right. But they're it's trying, fun. They're trying it's to do fun, that now with Rollins. Right. And and the thing is, is like you look at you look at McIntyre. He never got that big pop. You know, no. He, he, he had a great match with Lesnar. Great story they told at that WrestleMania. And it fell flat. That's what I'm saying. But so. Like, uh, could do a whole separate podcast on this, but like, is here's the question we got to ask ourselves: Is Drew McIntyre a sports entertainer? Because he fell flat, he left, he tore up Impact and the independent scene, got a second contract with Vince, and now is on this push that arguably could be falling flat. Maybe he's just not a WWE sports entertainer. I think, no, no, I, I uh, mm. no, I think he, I, I think he's a perfect Vince guy. I mean, he's big, he can talk, he looks good. You know, he sells merchandise. I mean, he's everything that Vince wants. I don't. I, I just think you can't have everybody at the top all the time. Yes, he deserves to be at the top, but you just, like, how, you know, you can't have AJ and Randy. And, I mean, they have, in the WWE, 25 top guys. You put any one of those guys in any promotion, they could be the number one guy in that promotion. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. you know, it's just, I think right now, He's in a bad spot, and I agree. I think you know. I think it's like a like a D. Yeah. So, no. I... We'll we'll keep it moving. Logan Paul and the Miz versus the Mysterios. This is what I have to say about it. 
First of all, Logan Paul is the perfect WrestleMania guy. Yes. No problems with that. Wrestling fans might look at him like he's some, especially guys your age and older, like, oh, who's this guy? As far as entertainment goes, as far as entertainment goes, there's no bigger draw no. in the world right now from kids that are like 12 years old yeah. all the way up to people our age. Yep. As far, everyone knows who Logan Paul is. Not everybody knows who Rey Mysterio is. So you I'm going to give it. I'm gonna Maybe give that's it, a bad example, but you know what No, I mean. no, not at all. I'm going to give it a B. I'm going to give it a B. I want to give it a B plus. I can't give it an A. Because Dom Mysterio is in the match. That's the other thing I was going to say. We were saying when we were watching Revolution or maybe the week before, right after WrestleMania, they need to get Dom Mysterio right back down to developmental. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. He, I, I don't agree with that. He can't talk. He can't, He shouldn't be working as much like his dad as he tries to. No, I, I think he's, you know, he's in It's all a nostalgia act. Listen, if you asked me six months ago, what, like, tell me your WrestleMania predictions. I would have said Dom versus Ray. I would have too. Now they're going to stretch that out. They're going to stretch that out all the way to next Mania. Yeah, I think this is. I think that's how that's how he's going to go out, Mysterio. You think Mysterio retires? Yeah, no, off I that? figured that would have happened at this WrestleMania. No, though. no, yeah, well, Ray could still go. Plus, he's the cover of Two K Twenty Two, so yeah, I think that's. Gonna, I think it's one. I think the it's other one, issue. Yeah. I think this is his swan song. I think he's going to go and have a great feature match. You know, because the Miz is obviously the top heel in the company. You know, the best heel in the company. Yes, and, and but. And pairing him with Logan Paul, I think, is great because I think, like you said, like my my age bracket's not going to like Logan Paul, so already he's a heel, right? And you got the Mysterios in the match, well, so I think that's perfect. But on the other side, I would have liked to see, like we said, before everything happened with Kane, Kane Velasquez and Mysterio would have been great. Uh, Bad Bunny and Mysterio would have been great. Work. Bad Bunny Mysterio because now you're bringing you're bringing you're bringing star power on both sides, right? Well, that's where it lacks for me. From from the other side, though, it's like you're trying to build Dominic. You know, you want Dominic to be part of the future, and I don't think you I know, agree. I, I think you know, if he was given something different to do, you know, and I think that's what's going to happen is I think they're going to propel this to the next WrestleMania where it's father versus son. Son goes over, Ray bows out. You know, gives his son. You know, so I think that's what's. Gonna I just, happen. I just when and I he becomes Ray Mysterio the third. Could be. Passed down the mask. Like, he, the next night, he could be like, I'm on, now I'm the Ray. You know well, that's I mean? because that was his uncle, was yeah. Mysterio. Yeah. Right? I just. And they passed yeah. down the mask. That's yeah. how the Luchas do it. I just can't, like, when I look at this match, I can't. I mean, think about that next year at WrestleMania. Ray in the middle of the ring. Takes Ray's mask off, puts it on his own head, and says, I'm Ray Mysterio the third. Yeah. How sick would that yeah, be? Yeah, they won't book that, guys. Stop it. We're <laughs> fantasy booking. They won't book that. <laughs> No, but but I think I think Ray has a little bit more control over his thing, and I think that's what it is. I think he's probably got one more year on his contract. He's gonna ride it out, and I mean, I'm sure Vince pitched it to him, and because Vince would love to, that's like right up Vince's alley. Listen, that would be great. That would be cool. That'd be awesome. But for this mania, I just can't see Dominic doing something in this match that's gonna leave a lasting impact. I think all other competitors in the match might do something that would be like, wow. Logan did that. Logan went through a table. Like Logan's gonna spear Mysterio through or Dominic, right? He'll that's perfect. Like spear Dominic through a table and get mad. It's good. Like that's gonna be the the. That's still crushing finale. He gave him was like a little rough. Man. Super rough because he, he didn't let go. Of, he yeah. didn't let go of the formation. Yeah, it was a little, yeah. little rough. Little, so little that but that's basically where I'm at. It's good. It's not great, but in this country, in, in the United States legal system, you're innocent until proven guilty. As far as I'm concerned, Dominic Mysterio is not good until he proves me otherwise and needs to go back to the Fine. I agree with that. I'm okay with it. I, I, Mo- I have to disagree. This, this is my 
Just, I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he's trash. I'm just I so think he needs when, more so something. when he becomes a world champion in two years, Whitey just has to throw that in so we can clip it, roll it back. I disagree. <laughs> I just have to throw my two cents in that I disagree. No, I, I like Dominic. I think you know he don't do it for me. I don't know. I, I listen. I understand because he's with Ray now. That could be a generational but thing. That's what I'm saying, though. You know, like that's what I'm saying. We well, let's see. But yeah. right now, Ray like, was my favorite when he popped from the stage. When he stopped popping from the stage. I lost so, I, it, like that was like that Ray to me was the best Ray. Well, he's like no, fifty. No, Halloween Havoc '97. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. see that's what I'm saying. You're going, you're going when he was a kid. Like that's a, you know. No, not no. But I'm just saying you you watch. All right, go just go back. Do yourself a favor this week. I was four. I'm just saying this week. Yeah, but I've I've watched. <laughs> I'm Halloween just saying. Havoc. You, if you go back to like WCW 1996 to WCW 1998, you watch that little time period. You know, it starts shitty, it's in the middle, it's the best wrestling you'll ever see in your life, and then it kind of fizzles out at the end. But that time period, you watch any Rey Mysterio match, Juventud Guerrero, uh, Ultimo Dragon, um, um, I mean, fucking Eddie, Benoit, Malenko, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, it's like match after match, I mean, it was insane, insane. Moving right along up the card to another celebrity appearance that I feel completely opposite about. Don't need to see Knoxville in a WWE ring. It's Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. They're promoting the movie. There's money to be made for everybody. Knoxville, I don't, I'm not saying. You want to give your grade? You want to give your grade? F. Uh, mine's an F minus. Mine's an F. F. Um, I will say thank God they got the belt out of this match. Yeah. That's all I got to say. We they could have, well, let me just say this. They could have involved Knoxville without him being in the match. We can move on. Yeah, 100%. Like, he could have been on the card without being in a match. I don't understand. There's certain celebrities that belong in the ring, i.e. Logan Paul. Think great choice. He's a trainer. He's an boxer. athlete. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like, he's a well, semi-pro boxer. Like, Before that, though, he was a wrestler. He's a good, yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. like all-American wrestler. I don't know if he was all-American, no, but, but, but all-state all all, wrestler. Yeah, sure. He has ability in, in multiple arts of fucking fighting. Like, and then, uh, you know, like, I, I, uh, they, listen. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Two thumbs I wish down. I had two more hands so I could give this match four <laughs> thumbs down. Yeah, exactly. Becky versus Bianca. Go ahead. I think Becky's amazing. I think they're doing uh, great. Telling you, really? I, I think. All right. Let me just say this, I and then and then you could go because we talked about this at Revolution when we were watching Revolution together. I said, "Isn't it fuck?" And I have to get a little crazy now because it's just I have to. Becky, not the most talented wrestler. I think we all agree that she's not the most talented female. Does she? Is she the most over? Probably, right? Probably. Maybe it's um, WWE. WWE. And, and like, you mean as a woman's wrestler or just most over? No, woman's wrestler. Woman's wrestler. Here's what I need to say. I think Charlotte's more over. Okay, here's what I need to say. That girl, that woman, is a product of the circumstance so much. I can't believe it's it's amazing. So How so though? I'm gonna oh I'm gonna tell you Survivor Series, the build up to Survivor Series, the go home show it was the go home show right before Survivor Series. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. When she breaks her nose, Nia breaks her nose. I think that was the go home roll. She was getting over before that. No, no, but that was the that picture of the blood running it was down her, her stone nose. Cold moment. It was her stone right, right, her stone cold moment. Right, she says it on the podcast. That's when I realized what the man actually meant. Do you, right? that, do you think that Britt Baker is the same then? No, no. Well, hold on. Well, y- yes, I do in a, in a way. But then, a couple weeks ago, she gets whipped. That, that, that it's like the same but it works. Thing. But it works. So then, a couple weeks ago, 
again, I don't think that she was stagnant, but she, I don't, you know, she needed that another, another signature moment in my eyes. She gets it. She gets whipped by Bianca's hair, which is a cool spot. Don't get me wrong. You saw the marks on her, and she's standing at the top of the ap- the 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 um the, the stage the stage, looking down, and it's like a still shot of her with this mean mug and just these lashes across her her, her stomach, and I'm like, this shit slaps. Like this girl gets hurt, or you know, shows a wound, and she just sits like a badass, and it get it works, it gets over. So she's had these moments where like. Ever so slight, right? Where it like just keeps her going, and I think, but I think I will say this: I think Bianca goes over. I think Bianca has to go over, right? I'll I give think the, she should go. I'll over give too. the build up. Uh, I'll give the build up a B. That's all I'll say on it. Before I throw it to you, the only thing I want to say about Becky is, I do. She's not a natural heel. No. It feels like she's forcing it a lot. A lot. I think she needs to be more of a, an aggressive tweener, like Jeff was in 07, 08, 09, If anything. Then, like, because it feels corny, cheesy at times, the way she's trying to force the healness out. Right. But other than that, like you said, like, she just happens to be blessed with these moments that she takes advantage of. We could say blessed, but she makes the most of them. Well, yeah, everybody gets a few moments in their career. Whether they make them or not. you either make it a moment or or it's just another thing that happened. Because it it takes the moments and she makes them what they are. Because I will say this. It was her decision to turn around when she was walking up the steps on the go home to Survivor Series, it was her decision to turn around and stare at the crowd. It was her decision to not walk backstage, turn around, and look at the ring all scarred up and cut up. No one said, when you get to the top, turn around. No one did that, right? So for that, I'll say, yeah, but it is. It, it is a corny-esque run, so she needs those badass moments. That's how I feel. Well, I think when she, you know, it was supposed to be her moment when she beat Ronda at, at Mania a couple of years ago, and I felt, I felt that felt very flat. I thought the the ending, like the crucifix, was not performed well. Looked very sloppy. Mm-hmm. Didn't look like Ronda was even pinned. And when they counted to three, I was like, "Oh, really? Like that's it?" And that was supposed to be like her. This is your coronation. This is your Daniel Bryan. This is your, you know, Bret Hart. This mm-hmm. is your Shawn Michaels moment at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? I just think it was a major injustice if we go back because if we want to, if, if we're grading the build up, does the build up start for this at SummerSlam? No, I mean, because Bianca dropping the belt like that, it did, but they didn't book it properly then. Yeah, because like they, 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 they haven't even really like. What's Bianca's big moment in this feud other than whipping her? I mean, her match getting was, pinned in fucking ten seconds. Like she did that thing with with Dewdrop where she, you know, she was her move the KOD. Yeah, and Dewdrop's a big girl, and she freaking she almost. I mean, I couldn't believe she got Dewdrop yeah, off. I yeah. mean, Dewdrop leaned into it obviously, but but she that was hopefully like, get it. To you. But like that's, it's a that's big the girl, issue. It was, it's, I, like to me, this has been like a. C minus. Alright, I gave it a B. Because like they're the like they should have been building it since that summer Sam when she walked in and beat her. Because that was like huge. Here's Bet Becky's back, she wins the title, she's over. But that's so bad. Uh, whatever. I maybe I maybe I was too high with the B, but I you know what? I'm gonna stick with it. Uh, that's just that's just my personal take. Rhonda Charlotte gonna close night one. Uh I don't think as it hasn't really delivered as advertised. Right now, I don't see why this match should have any business closing the night, even though it's only night one. Well, it's Charlotte, that's why. I know, but Ronda's fell flat in a lot of the ways. I mean, athletically... She got the big pop at, at Rumble, but since then, you know, there's... there's well, because she gets the big pop, and then she looks like she doesn't want to be there the whole time. She looked like she was blown up pretty quickly. You know what would make... And, it, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just going to go ahead. She just, like, go ahead. Uh, We're all excited. 
she like she's one of the people who we talk about this all the time that really really missed out on Dusty, right? Yes. Because yeah. she just her facial, she's athletic, she can work, she can do all the moves. She's I mean, we're talking about one of the baddest women on the planet. She it's the the entertainment, the face. She hasn't she smiled once since she's been back and she's supposed to be the baby face. Like oh. you got there's certain things in the way she's selling That's with her psyche, face. dude. That's psyche. Well, the Dusty would have gotten it out of 100%. Her. I'm I'm not disagreeing with that. Go ahead. I think I think the booking's wrong. I think what you do is cuz like she's not she's getting the Roman treatment, you know what I mean? The Cena treatment where yeah. she's she's being pushed as the face, but really she's the heel. So if they were smart, which you know, we all know they're not really the smartest. Well, they, 30 they, people in a room, that's right. you know. They would do the double turn. You do the double turn at Mania. You turn Charlotte face, which she's not good as a face. Well, you don't have to necessarily turn her, but like I'm saying, have Ronda go over and be the heel, but be Lesnar, like the women Lesnar. Because that's if she was booked like female, you know, like she was, like she was booked as a face, as the face Lesnar. You know, she's like destroying Nia Jax. She's destroying uh, uh, Alexa Bliss. She's destroying the Bellas. Like she's just running roughshod. But you do that as her as a heel with that nasty bitch face. I think it gets over. Have her break a couple of arms yeah, and write people or give people huge. vacations. Hey Charlotte, you want a vacation? Right. Yeah. Why don't you go take the month off? Go travel so, to do travel with uh, Andrade and see if AEW. What's your grade? You. What? What's your grade? Grade? I give it like a B plus. Really? No. They're trying, but it's just not getting. I think better. that's too high. No, I give it. A you B+. can't get out. You can't. You don't. I give it a C. That's C plus only because Charlotte is Charlotte. Yeah. No, I'm not saying the match isn't. I'm not saying the match is going to be a C. I'm saying the build up to the match. Yeah. And here's why it's a C for me, and, and make it short and sweet. With the talent and the star power involved, it's got. I, I need more out of it. You know what I mean? Like you're you're talking about a. a a worldwide superstar in Ronda Rousey, right? Everybody knows her, and you're talking about the best woman wrestler in the on the in the planet. Oh yeah, I need more. I I get you got to. I need more. That's why it's a C for me. I think it's too. They 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 put her in that position too quickly too. She's not ready to be back in the ring. She's blown up every time. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You know what I mean? She needs. Well, but it doesn't four matter. It's postpartum, dude. Like right. it's mania season. <laughs> like that's you well, know. Yeah, that's it, my she, point is it's the booking. It's no, hundred percent. It's but that's the, what we're grading. We're grading the booking. We're not well, grading. We're gonna the, get to it as we. I'm just saying they're, they're trying. They're trying to build it. That's why I'm giving it a base. As we get further and further along this card, we're going to get to the point where, like, it seems like WrestleMania season is usually well thought out, well planned. Oh, it hasn't been for years, though. And it's so bad this year, and we'll get to it as we go. But one more before we take another break: Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. As far as the build goes, I mean, for now, Pat can go. We've seen it at NXT TakeOver at War Games. Sure. And he had a one on one match with Adam Cole as well, right? Yeah. Pat can go a little bit, punter, but still pro athlete. Like, you want to say, oh, he was a punter. <laughs> this no, man's man still dude. a fucking pro athlete, dude. He's a pro athlete. Austin Theory can go. I think Vince is going to get in the ring and do some bumping. Um, as far as the. Build goes. Obviously, it's going to be a quick build because the match only just got announced. I didn't see SmackDown really, other than he got tossed around, right? Pat did. Yeah, Pat took a bump, right? No, I didn't, I didn't watch it. Yeah, he took a bump. Yeah, I expect the match to probably over deliver because hundred percent over deliver. Once Vince starts bumping around and Theory can fucking go, and Pat's going to definitely drop a moonsault or two. There's good. This match is going to over-deliver. I'm going to give this, for the circumstances, I'm Ugh. giving it an A-. minus. Wow. I think that's a little high. That's a little high, opinion. in my opinion, yeah. I, I do, like, a B. I was, I was a B, yeah, that's how I was going to go with B. I mean, 
Go ahead. No, they're, they're going to push it hard now. So I think, but just for the short period of time, I don't like. Yeah, that's, that's the only reason why I would. My do my theory is. I don't. Th- I think the booking's been good on it. It's weird because I'm saying Vince, theory. Having Vince on the the McAfee show to announce the match, I mean that's. Alone. They didn't even really announce it though. No, he, no. He just said, "I'm gonna but, find you." An but that, but well, that's progressive. Match, but, 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 but that's progressive. You know, you're on a match at Mania. Right. Well, I was. McAfee's the star of the match. When I first saw Vince was gonna be on Pat, I was something like that. Yeah. When I first saw Vince was gonna be on Pat show, I was concerned it was gonna be another total work like the Adam Cole deal. Right. So I'm glad it wasn't. And that's like where he, all he said was, "I'll get you a match." I was like, "That's awesome. Best right. way." To no, that's a really yeah, it's a really good way to do it, but. My theory is that McMahon and, and Austin Theory versus McAfee, I think it opens the door for somebody to come help him. And that's all I'll say. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know what the circumstances Wait, are. Wait, towards Cody then? I think, I think there's two circumstances, and we'll talk about the second one after the break, but I think there's two circumstances where Cody gets involved. It's a surprise pop at Mania, and the crowd goes fucking crazy. I just don't know what it leads to after. Now, Let's just say this right now. Now I'm fantasy booking, right? But let's just say McMahon gets involved because McAfee somehow looks like he's gonna go over on Theory. So so Vince makes the save on Theory, gets involved, blah blah blah. It looks like it's over, and then Cody makes the the save, and then this whole now you have a program Vince versus Cody, in the sense that it's like you know authority versus anti like Austin, Austin McMahon again, like. Because it kind of sets up that way the way he left, right? So, yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. But you could see that they might go that route. It's a possibility. I mean, I think that the move is to put Cody and Seth together. That's what I'm getting to after the break. Yeah. I think that's the move. I mean, you got to do something with Seth. Seth's, Seth's, you know, top two guys. No, I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying for the for the... I mean, would you put anybody over Seth? I mean, Lesnar's like a part-time guy, right? Or is he full-time now? Yeah, mm, still, I think he's still kind of. Part-time. I would call him part time as soon as you know he shows up for the big fours, if that, and you know, and, and well, you know, he gets the build up, he gets the elimination chamber, but you know, it is what it is. I'll give it a B, and uh, we'll take a break. Yes, sir. All right, guys, listen. Pat McAfee said it best: you got to look good to feel good, you got to feel good to play good. Well, we're gonna help you guys look good with Sachi Di Denaro. All right, it's the finest Italian material. It's fire. It's comfortable. And we got a saving for you, all right? You're going to use promo code HAVOC for 10% off your total purchase at SachiDDenero.com. Also, check them out over at Instagram, at SachiDDenero. SachiDDenero, always authentic, never counterfeit. All right, we're back. We're doing part two of Mania. We're going to continue our grades on the buildups of the show, and we'll get right into it. And what do we got next? So where we just left off before we break, talking about possibly seeing Cody Raw tomorrow night, which will be... I guess tonight, because this is going to release tomorrow, mm-hmm. is in Jacksonville. Mm. Birthplace of AEW. If Cody's going to show up, it's got to be tomorrow night. In I, Jacksonville? In Jacksonville. That's the rumor right now. That's a fucking Vince move if I ever heard that. And then, yeah, obviously, KO. And so uh, what I read was... So what the, you're going to say is what I heard. What I read was that Cody, obviously Cody, Jacksonville, the whole deal. There was a misdirect somewhere along the line to make people think Cody hadn't signed. And um, they were waiting for the Rollins and KO ta- to drop the titles, the tag titles, to let it happen. I, didn't think they, I don't think they dropped. I think they just lost. Or just the lost, yeah, get out of the program, rather. Lose the match where... Because uh, Alpha... Or no, uh, RK-Bro was the, the champion. RK-Bro they regained. They, yeah, they beat uh, Alpha. Guys. The Alphas. I like, I, I like the Alphas, man. They're, they're, 
Like, yeah, they're solid. Whoosh. So now, obviously, KO has his spot, which we'll get to. Needs somewhere for Rollins to go. Rollins has already been the one, if anyone, on WWE TV who had already referred to AEW without naming them as the minor leagues. And has he's the one who's really mentioned AEW the most. So I think it makes sense. It's also a match we never really saw the first time around. So let's just say Rollins and Cody does happen. How would we feel about it? A plus. I'd be sad. Why? Why? I don't want to see Cody go back. Oh well. Neither do I. But yeah, he is. You can't. So. That you're. You're. But he's back. Let's just say he's back. How do you feel? I mean, A plus, dude. For so many reasons. He, 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 the only reason it gets an A plus is because Cody's involved. If you, if, 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 because like right now the way you're, you're like as they left Raw, it was. Seth and, and KO lost, mm-hmm. so now they're not going to be on Mania. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, Stone Cold and, and KO are going to have their thing, which we'll get to. But but they the only thing Rollins did at the end of that was just put his head down. So why I to to take this top 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 guy coming in because Cody's now a top top guy from AEW. He is the guy from AEW. You're going to take your top top guy and a guy who's like at the bottom of the barrel because he's not getting on the card at WrestleMania. Like it does. Not, how are you going to make right. that make sense? So how could I give it an A? I mean, yes, it gets an A because Cody's coming back, which is awesome. So, but at the same time, it's like here's what I'll say. How do you book that? I don't like the booking that WWE does, where like I don't like. Well, obviously, we'll get to it, but I'm just going to say this broad stroke. Don't like the Edge AJ Styles. Thing it works. Oh, see that I like. No, a lot. see it works for that. Right. But if Rollins comes out tomorrow and goes, oh, "I need a WrestleMania opponent," and then Cody shows up, that's you can't do that. You can't do that. That's not okay. It's a fucking fart in church. That's what I'm saying. So now, what I will say is, if they do fight, right, it elevates WWE. It elevates AEW. It elevates Cody Rhodes. It elevates Seth Rollins. I don't see anybody who gets hurt from them stealing the show. Here's the thing. The only way that it would book it and make sense is for Cody to come out and say, Seth, you think I'm the minor leagues? Why don't you get out here and I'll show you the minor leagues? Yeah, but then you... Because then there's juice. You know what I mean? But then, you're, but then he's out there defending AEW, which is not going to happen. Well, it's not... A, he called... If he, didn't, he didn't say he called AEW. But you know what I'm saying. He called me the minor leagues. Right. So I just feel like it's so late in the game now where it's hard to book something very well at this stage in the game. Especially with a guy who's currently not in WWE. But you're saying from a match perspective, if it were to happen, how would you feel? I say A plus. I say I can't, A plus. I can't think of a better opponent for him to get in the ring with. Like who? Name someone right now that you'd like to see that that isn't accounted for. I t- if I tell you Rhodes is on the card, give me someone he fights, and they can't already be accounted for. They can't already be accounted. For. I mean that's I mean obviously that's, that's it. The option, yeah. But it's just like it's the it's not great booking. No, of course not. It's like the hot shot of hot shots, and like that's the issue with WWE is all the hot shot booking that they do, and this would be the biggest hot shot booking. No, I understand you you want to get him on the show, but like that doesn't mean he has to be involved in a match either. You know, I want to see what like I would play out Rollins as like he's getting his ass kicked. And here's know. my thing about the make him a surprise at Mania shows up night of. We're trying to sell tickets, buddy. No, I, I We're trying I understand. to last I checked, they only had forty eight thousand sold for night one and just over fifty thousand sold for night two. You're talking about half of the tickets. Yeah, I understand. You gotta that. start putting asses in seats, pal. Well, it's still I mean, not for nothing. You're still selling a hundred thousand tickets. I think that I know, but I, if, if he I wants mean, to fill it, he I needs think there's to sell more. Tickets. I think there's more than that. 
they had, not, this, they had this issue. That, they had this issue every time they have a stadium because it's like people are like waiting until the last minute. And then you're gonna lie about the actual number anyway. Well, you're gonna tell us 125,000 people were there. The fucking building only holds 109. Mm-hmm. So you're just gonna lie right to our face anyway. Well, for a football game, it holds 109. For wrestling, the, the it holds stadium. more. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It yeah but they have lied still. before. They lied. Oh, they lied. They lied every year. They don't Since lie. Ford Field. They don't lie. If it's sold out, it's sold out. It's who buys the tickets? Uh, no, they lie skewed, about the number of seats. Skewed, skewed because like there's comps and there's a lot of stuff that are. They said Ford Field was ninety something thousand, and, and it was really out. only 80, was, 85. The word is not sold out. They'll say capacity because whether you sold it out or it's you know the building is filled to capacity. Where did you ever say it was sold out? Right. All right. So next, let's go through all the ticky tacky shit now. KO show with Stone Cold. That was the other option that I had um, for, for what do you call it showing up. Timeout. Why are you calling a timeout? Oh, jeez. You got two left. Stone Cold Steve Austin is not Tiki Tack. It's, it's not a match. That's what I mean by Tiki Tack. Uh-huh. Wait. Why would you do that? Anything Why would you upset him involved, like that? Anything that Stone Cold is involved with oh, in Dallas, Texas. Here we go. Wow, you sound like <laughs> you sound like that's crazy. No, I'm just saying anything that, that Stone Cold's involved with Dallas, Texas, that is not Tiki Tack. No, I thought I thought he was cutting a promo. I got a little nervous. I thought he was starting the the start of a, a promo. Mean, you're not gonna catch two bigger Stone Cold marks, I think, than than me and you, right? We're right around. I mean, I mean born in '93. We. It's not a match. It's not a main event thing. But it's still Stone Cold. I mean, it's it's you're trying to fill a stadium. You're putting Stone Cold Steve Austin on WWE WrestleMania. It's uh, it's a big. But that's another show. thing. That what pro- that probably would have popped harder. Let's all Owen, get mad if Owens just did the KO show. And and kept ripping, healed it up, ripped on Texas, did his thing, wore the cowboy hat, and then that glass just breaks. That's a bigger pop. Way bigger but, pop. But announcing it now puts fucking asses in seats, baby. Okay. And so, let's all know, get at, let's all get upset. What's trying, the grade? What's your grade? They're trying to sell tickets. What's your grade? They're trying to sell t- I mean, so that's why why have it be you saying have it be a surprise? Would yes. Be well, I'm I'm likening it to the Cody thing. It would have right. been better as a surprise, but we need to sell tickets. So no, what's your grade? The same thing. I gotta go. I mean, Owens has really been getting it over for a while. Stone Cold's promo, I like. You know. I yeah, it was a good promo. I, I like that. If it was gonna be like a Taker cinematic type deal, where they can kind of don't have to have Stone Cold taking too many bumps, but having him go out to the ring is just uh, like makes me nervous. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna give it like a C plus. So. I feel similarly. Had this been a match like it was originally reported, which they it would have been a D for me. They offered a match to Stone Cold, and he said no. He's smart. Um, yeah. Had it been a match, like I'd probably be like a D or a C minus, because like there's a reason Stone Cold left. You left kind of on top. Like your knees can't do it, your back can't do it. What's it worth? What was his neck? Was his his neck, neck too, right? Now Hunter was the knees. Everything. No, but it's everything. It his is. whole body's shot. No, he's shot. He doesn't, you're old. How old is he? Close to 60? No, no. no? He's not even that old? No, he's not that old. 50. Dude, he retired at 38. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's because that's... he because his body couldn't do so it anymore. So he's 58. Yeah. So. That's still up there. Well, Sting is 62. Outlier. So. He's an outlier. <laughs> being, Stop. Being what it is. Yeah, Sting's nuts. Being what it is, the KO show, I imagine it's going to be KO comes out, cuts a bit of a deal. Austin comes out, cuts a bit of deal. We get the what, what. What? And then eventually a couple of fingers, a couple of stunners, a couple of beers, and we move along with the show. And if that's what it's going to be, I give it an A+. Plus. Well, what if, what if, even better, very possible, what if KO gets the better room, stuns him, and then The Rock comes out? No. 
I don't. Uh, if you're gonna waste the rock, and it's not gonna be, <laughs> it's not gonna be Reigns well, versus the Rock. It, I don't. I think Vince has nothing to do with what the Rock is gonna do at WrestleMania. I think the Rock walks in and says, "This is what I'm gonna do at WrestleMania." Is the Rock gonna be there? I, we know that for sure. I don't know that for sure, but I'm assuming he's gonna be involved. I just feel like again with the tickets thing, if the Rock's gonna be there, it's already on the poster. Here, here's what you gotta understand. This is this is. Vince needs a surprise. You need a surprise mm-hmm. because he that since that Hardy surprise, like which was phenomenal, fantastic, phenomenal. We still talk about and it. and they got the song, right? But AEW, yeah. No, I'm oh, you're about talking about at WrestleMania. No, yeah, no. I remember that night. Yeah. I, remember I remember that, that night, night like yeah. yesterday. Like it was yesterday because I didn't see it. He All right, told so me. Here's how I feel about it. Wait, Oh, at Mania? I was yeah. leaving work. I was like, did you and just he say called that? me. I texted you too. Yeah. I was like, did you just see that? They did it perfectly. But anyway, here's how I feel about it. I feel like when Saudi Arabia rolled around and Shawn Michaels got involved in that tag team, right? Remember that tag team match? Yeah, it was yeah. horrific. And I know I might get crucified by some... Shawn still has the best bump in that match. Well, I might get crucified by what I Which say. Which is, here, again, someone who shouldn't be bumping. Go ahead. But get, get crucified. Just, I don't think Shawn Michaels has a brand. And I think Stone Cold has a brand to uphold to in the sense that he's on TV, he's hosting shows, he's got a pod, a successful podcast, he's doing other things. So for him to agree to a match and then flop it, God forbid, I think it hurts his brand. I think he knows that. I think he knows that if he goes in there, badasses it up and leaves, drinks a few beers and leaves, it doesn't hurt him. He's but got, a match like that would hurt. He's got, you're 100% right. He's got to be on the show. I mean, oh, I agree. And I think, and I think he, he cut a good promo to start it. I think he wants positioning like he's a badass, though. Like I don't think he wants that, like you know, that new day. So he's thinking about it from the perspective of like what his last thing, his last WrestleMania appearance was when he came out and danced with the new day. Yeah, he like delivered some stunners and drank beer, but it's him. Yeah. You know, doing this yeah. Shit, which is so <laughs> here, here's here's the last thing I'll say about it. This is the other match that I thought Cody Rhodes could have gotten involved in, or other segment that Cody Rhodes comes out. Um, I'm sorry. Stone Cold comes out. They're they're doing their thing. Um, Rollins, if Rollins isn't involved, doesn't have a match. They kind of blindside Stone Cold and start beating him up. Both of them. Cody Rhodes comes and makes a save on Stone Cold. Then you got those guys all four in the ring at the same I, time. I think if they're gonna save Cody for a surprise, it's got to be in the main event with Roman. Yeah, he's got to come in on top. And I think it's got to. But be how like, do you do that though? You know. So Roman beats Lesnar. His music's hitting. The confetti's going off. He gets on the mic and he says, everyone in wrestling should acknowledge me. And then the lights go out and it's, you know, wrestling has but one, one royal family. Is it that or is it uh No, I think it's wrestling has but more than... Cause well, if that's the, if that's the gimmick... Cody owns it. So Cody could say, put this on Vince. And Vince is not going to tell him no. If that's the gimmick that they're going with, then he, they have to do that. So anyway, go ahead. Moving on with uh, Tiki Tacky. And this is why I say Tiki Tacky. Ricochet doesn't have an opponent yet as far as I know, <laughs> right? Ricochet. Uh, they just Vince just decided they're gonna give him the push as. What the, is that? What is that? That Ricochet sucks or that? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Ricochet. They, well, we we've talked about this at nausea. And no, he just doesn't fine. have a personality. Spot you know, machine. spot yeah, spot machine doesn't have much of a personality. Um, doesn't have. They just the news came out. I'm not saying he's not a good guy, so let's just clear that up. No, he, hears this and he's like, he just doesn't do. He, <laughs> he just doesn't do it for you, which is saying, fine. Like, I'm just saying, as a wrestler, no I'm way. sure you don't do it for him, dude. They, I guarantee that. They <laughs> decide they're gonna push him as the number two babyface on SmackDown that same week as that news breaks. He gets the IC title off of Sami Zayn. Now, as far as I know, there's no opponent for him. Is that a push? Right? 
Like that's a push now. Winning he's the not, winning not, the IC as title. As far as I know, there's no opponent for him. No, I'm saying winning. So it's going to be like a ladder match type deal. Then. Yeah, winning the IC title is a push now. Well, it should be. I, I that's the thing. If if you want to push Ricochet and you're going to give him, I you know I've been on record for a while. Yeah, hundred percent. The mid card titles need to like the T, TBS and TNT title matter on AEW. Well, the TN, the TV, the arguably the TBS title is the biggest. Is title. the yeah. Um, so overall, they don't have an opponent for him yet. We're now... Well, under... they have the Andre the Giant Battle Royale, right? They're doing that? Yeah. Okay. So that's so, probably pre-show, no? Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's uh, uh, Amos, right? Almos, whatever. Gotta be Amos. Yeah, Gotta yeah. be Amos. He's gonna win that thing, right? Yeah. So they're, so they're, he's, they're he's, filling. He's Do... like Giant Gonzalez, bro. He's like, just a big dude. Like Monsters. Yeah. And he can't talk. He's just... <laughs> so obviously, do you care? No matter what happens with the Ricochet IC title, you just don't. Care, I don't right? care about Ricochet. I care that the IC title won't be on the Mania card. That's insane to me. I would put I would put the IC title on Miz and just leave it on him. Let him be forever. Let him, yeah, Bring forever. the prestige back to it. Le- right. Like you know, who are? What's the Raw title deal? Is it going to be RK Bro versus the Alphas? Probably, probably like because that match I don't I believe is not set in stone. There's no title probably match. Probably a bunch of a bunch of. Uh, It'll be like a four four way. Yeah, it's, New Day will be thrown in there. You know, whatever. Like RK gonna, bro, drop the belts. No, I think no. they're gonna keep it on him. I think I think they're I think uh, Riddle's really over. You know what I mean? I think the fans like him. Yeah. Um, I don't like Riddle. Here's what I'll tell you: Chad Gable is quickly becoming Kurt Kurt Angle 2.0, and he's fucking awesome at it. He's great. Shoosh. Yeah. No, he is. He's he, he is good. Shinsuke and Boogs versus TBA versus the Usos for the SmackDown tag titles. Shinsuke, Shinsuke Boogs going over, probably. No, I think Usos are going to go over. You think so? I think, I think if Roman's going to go over, I think the Usos. It all depends on what happens in the main event. Whether I think they want to push the shit out of Boogs. Uh, not but again, don't I don't I just they don't not a fan. They haven't really done tag team wrestling right for a while now, and uh, I just feel disinterested towards most I, of their tag like team said, wrestling. Real quick, just get get, get the Usos over. That, what's, that's what makes the most sense. Probably is what's going to happen. You know what I thought was cool? Well, I thought I, I don't know where I heard it from. I know it was on Bleacher Report, but I think it would be pretty interesting to bring their other brother up. They have another brother? Mm-hmm. He's in NXT. What's his name? Oh, my. It's not Uso. He goes by a different name. Oh, Rikishi? No, no. He goes by a different name. I'll find it. But I think it, he's in NXT right now. He's pretty decent. He has the same look. Short hair. Not, you know, not like their hair. Like short, like short, short hair. He's like almost like you. The singles guy? Yeah. But I same, think he, same I think tattoo. I think he does go by Fatu as his last name. Uh, I'll find out. Same tattoo that they have, you know. Bring him up. Let him join the royal, the, the family. Not the royal family. The, the, the family. That's what I would do. But Sticking with tag matches that I don't give a fuck about. Naomi and Sasha versus Carmella and Queen Zelina for the women's tag belts. I love Naomi. I don't give a rat's ass about this match. It feels like, you know, just a way to get people on the card. Like Sasha and Naomi both belong on the card. Well, Sa- Sasha's got to be on the card. They got to be on the card. And they're they're going over. We're going to feel the boss glow. Car- Carmella's an awesome heel. Zelina, yeah, yeah. They're, awesome no, heel. they're good workers. I, it's I not actually, their fault that I'm not interested. I, <laughs> I think, to be honest with you, I think they built it very well because, you know, they keep Sasha in a, in a feed. You know, Sasha's in the top four. I mean, obviously, it's Sasha, it's Becky, it's uh, Charlotte, and it's Ronda. You know what I mean? Because they're going to go with Ronda now, obviously. Whether we like it or not, they're going to go with Ronda. But um, I think the build hasn't been terrible for them. You know what I mean? They've, they've had a lot of play on both Raw. I think on SmackDown, rather. Yeah, Joseph Fatu. Mm-hmm. I, yep. So, yeah. 
I understand. You got anything to say on women's tag belt? I just want to give it their due. I mean, no, I no, no. They look. They're awesome. Yeah. All four of them are awesome. Yeah. It's not their fault. No. Are you, Ant? You got anything on the women's tag title match? No. Like I said, I think Naomi and Sasha Banks are uberly talented, and it's just you know, I I think Naomi's so. I think she would probably be for me the most underrated, uh, women's competitor. I, I, well, she's one of the top girls on SmackDown. She is, but even for that, that's what I'm saying. She's uh, her in ring work is underrated. Go ahead. Um, Damian Priest versus Finn Balor United States Championship. I hate Damian Priest. I he works. He's such a strong he, word for never meeting him. I hate watching Damian. All Priest. right, there you go. If he kicked your dog, dude, no, and then I you're hate, like, I hate him. He kicked my dog. That's I one hate thing. Watching like, Damian Priest. He reminds me of like Diamond Dallas Page, 1994, where he's got like the shaved head. I was he's one. Got the fucking eye black. He's got like the gimmick pant. Like everything about him is a gimmick that he hasn't figured out. Like you're doing this like. He's Damien, but he's a priest, so he's like a badass, but then he's yeah, also the angel. split it's like person. Fucking stupid! Like this guy is a, a alleged alleged Ring of Honor monster. Yeah, I mean the guy's big and he can work. Like don't fucking saddle him with this bullshit gimmick. And he's like coming out and he's like the Archer of Infamy. He's like all these fucking things. Give the guy some black trunks and let him go out there and just beat people's ass. You know what I mean? Because I think he would be believable like that. Oh. Like, and I am a big fan of Finn getting the belt, and Finn has to, has to, has to go over. Has to. Uh, Finn, Finn's like another guy there that's like, you know, if he hadn't gotten hurt after that SummerSlam, I think he'd be in a way different position. You know, and I'm not a big... Like, you Which know, was Rollins' fault. Yes. Just had to get that That's there. bullshit, though. Like, I agree with you, but it's bullshit. It is what it is. It's, it's the way the business is, though. Nah, it, but it's you bullshit. Gotta, you gotta stay on TV. You gotta stay on TV. I mean, that's what happened to McIntyre. It's what happened to a lot of these guys. They Would you them. put Finn Balor in the top ten? Right. In WWE, like skill wise, like like you know, like overall talent, like would you put him just, in top ten? Just just thinking off the top of my head, I got Seth Roman Owen, uh, Seth Roman Owens, um, Randy, yeah, Balor, AJ. AJ, yeah, AJ's probably above Balor. I put Drew above Balor. You want to put Austin Theory above him? You really want to ride the wave? You can do that. You still need three more. I just, I'm not a Balor guy. I know it's a ridiculous thing. I'm not a Balor I know guy. it's a ridiculous comp to make, but if Drew and Edge, if Drew and if Drew and Balor, no, not no right way. now, no way. No, Edge is doing some of the best work. No way, way, dude. If no Drew, way. Talent wise, no way. If Drew and Balor, now I know this is like the if Jordan played today thing. If Jordan, uh, if Balor and Drew are the same size, I don't think you feel that way. I think if they're the same size, Balor is better worker than Drew. I, you know, I think Balor is much more believable as the demon character than he is as like this little guy flying around. My opinion, just my opinion. He's also better at, at as the Bullet Club leader, as the heel with yeah. with his boys behind. I don't him. like him with the leather jacket. Like he's no gimmick guy. You know what I mean? That's he's boring. To he's Finn is for everybody. That's what? kind of his Finn is for everybody. That's kind of his whole deal right now. It's boring. I like Finn as a worker. I just I, they need to either figure out what they're going to do with work. him or let him go. Either figure out what you're going to do with him or let him go because he would thrive. Not just AEW. Impact. New Japan Impact. GC, him, wherever he wants to go, he'll let him go with the Good Brothers and and J, and Jay White and uh, yeah, and, and do Chris and Bay do and, like Bullet Club light. Yeah, which would be fine. Good on that. Yeah. What do you want to give it? I give it a C plus. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a C plus for me too. It's like a like a C minus. All right, two more ready. Uh, two more left, rather. Edge versus AJ. The Edge turning heel. 
I'm here for. I loved it when the concerto, the whole deal, AJ getting screwed over. Now we got Bad Guy Edge back. I've been waiting for Bad Guy Edge since he showed up at the Rumble, however long ago that was now, two years ago. I think it's going to be a great match. It's obviously a dream match, something a lot of us have been talking about since about 05, 06. They're going to tear the house down. I don't know how many matches either one of I mean, AJ obviously has three more years in him. He just re-upped, but I don't know how many more matches Edge has left. Definitely don't know how, oh, how many more. Swan, not the match. I'm saying this run is his swan song. Don't know how many more Mania matches Edge has left. So you know both who, of these guys are gonna go fucking give you four stars minimum. Who hasn't Edge got like who what what wrestler left on the WWE roster has he not had a big time match with that he needs to have one with? Styles. No, but it, uh, besides Styles, I'm saying Rollins. I'd like to see him go with Rollins, and I'd like to see him go with Roman. Okay. It's just hard to put him in that main. Title I'd like picture. to see him go with KO. He got his match with. I mean, he was a triple threat. With uh, him yeah, why not have the battle for Canada? Right. Yeah. He he had that match with Roman last year at Mania with uh, Brian. Mm. Right. Or Danielson or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, what I would argue, he's not currently on the roster, but for when it's time, when it's finally time to go, get fucking Omega, Jay Riso, mm. Christian. Yeah, but get they, Christian they, back and and do a. They've had a lot though. No, for their farewell, you don't think it it should like when uh, Matt and Jeff go, it should be the two of them fight each other. See, because here's the thing though, like like, I, this is just my opinion, total opinion, and you guys could probably disagree. It's fine, but like when you do when you set up like the Swan Song, like when you set up now the tag team again, it feels like it feels like forced, like you know, so like Jericho, right? Jericho never had that like moment where he like every time he returns, he returns as something a little bit different, a different version of himself, right? And if he like returned at an older age as the same person he was, we could we would sit there and be like, mm, this is his last run. Like let these guys like evolve, do something different, and then it doesn't feel like the swan song. It feels like holy shit. So when I when I'm done looking at it, right? I want to. This is what I'm really getting at. When I'm done looking at, it, I want to say Edge had two good runs. Here we go. This one and this one. I don't want to look at it as like there was edge and then there was like watered down edge at the end, just fifteen years older. Like you can you can make that you can make the difference. You know what I mean? Putting him back like that was the thing with the Hardy Boys. Like, how many times have the Hardy Boys reunited? And I get it. Shit works. So it's fine. You were able to get the song loaded, which I knew they would be able to get because we've well, heard we'll it. We'll yeah. yeah, but it need but it needs to be in a different capacity, or I'm just gonna look at it as like, okay, now it's well, that's what now it's twenty to, years we'll later. You know what I mean? So well here's the thing. I think Edge personally, I mean I Edge has had a lot of good runs. You know, when he goes out, he comes back, he goes out, he comes back. Well, I'm just saying I'm yeah. just viewing it neck injury I, and I not. think I think that match he had at the performance center the performance center mania with, with Randy was excellent. It was. Excellent. It was a little drawn out from in my opinion, but it was great. And I think the stuff that he did with Roman was excellent. You know what I mean? And I think that this is a very good run for him. And I think this is just another on the long run. I think that the heel turn was a it was a perfect time for him to have a heel turn because he was like getting a little stale as the baby face edge. Now let's get into it. Like let's see let him be maniacal and let AJ be the heel, you know, the, the, the face that he needs to be. So the it's the same way that eventually CM Punk will heel turn, right? that's the same feeling I have with Edge. It's like, I'm back. Everybody loved me. It's been so long. I'm here. Aren't you guys happy I'm here? And now it's finally, which it could have even been too long, but I understand what you're saying. The good time for you, he'll turn. Now he'll 
kind of ha- he could have a year, another year run, two year run where he could be one of the top heels, right? right? But I give it, I'll give it an A. I give it an A. I think, I think it is probably up there for match of the night. You could steal the show. I, it's the match that I'm most looking forward to. AJ Styles obviously is the man. You know what I mean? Edge is, you know, they can tell a story, man. They can make something happen. I just, it's just where they go from here. So who goes over? Who, like in your opinion, I think Edge has to go over on Styles. To me, this is not a match of who has to go. over. Doesn't matter. It's just go go put on a good show. That's all I care. You about. Give me a fucking yeah. a ten count, yep. a ten count draw. Yep. I, it doesn't oh, matter. God. As long as it's a good match, that's yeah, all. and it's gonna be a good match. Yeah. All right, go ahead. So here we go, main event time. <laughs> this is the sixth time now that we are going to be seeing Brock Lesnar face off against Roman Reigns in a main event for the title. Third time at Mania. Think third time at Mania. Third it's, or fourth, third, right? I think it's third time at Mania. Well, the, fir- the first time was uh, the Rollins, the Rollins cash in, mm-hmm. right? The second time was Roman just fucking. I mean, Roman got destroyed, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Lesnar went over super clean, just destroyed him, and this is the third time. Yeah, I believe so. Roman's going over. He so has here's to go the, over. Right, it's title for title, which we all know, right? Title. Dumb. The way that well, that's what I'm getting to. The way that it is being pitched and advertised and the whole angle is it's a title unification match biggest match in the history of wrestlemania it's a title unification match right but but wwe officials have already stated that they feel that they need to have two champions because of the the, they're feeling pressure from both networks that each show needs a champion so there will still be two world champions. So what are we having a title? What do you mean there will still be two for? world champions? They're going to eventually take one of those fucking. You're going to use your second time out in the first episode of think today. Thinking about the, it. That's all right. I'll let no, you no. If they're still gonna make have, them take it, they're still going to have two world champions at some point quickly after Mania, probably at WrestleMania Backlash, which doesn't need to have two fucking words in the name. But that's a completely different argument. What are we fucking doing here? It doesn't make sense. You're adding unnecessary build to something you're just going to take away. It's like in comic book movies where you kill characters just to bring them back in the next movie. Now no no deaths feel real because anyone could come back at the snap of a finger or a fucking Lazarus pit. Why are we unifying the titles and it's the biggest match ever if by Backlash or the next show, someone's going to take one belt away from Roman? Or they're going to make one belt out of the two and just call it the WWE Universal title and then create a new championship that's all red on a red on a red leather strap and call, and call that the fucking two-night WrestleMania title. I don't know. But the point is, it doesn't make any sense if you're still going to keep two separate belts going forward and ke- keep the brand split, then what are we fucking doing here? Other than that, the match has been booked tremendously for all of the bad stuff that WWE has done. Tremendously. It's the only thing they give a fuck about. Of course it's done right. The the booking is amazing. I'm invested in it. Uh, To me, Roman probably has to go over, but it doesn't even matter to me at this point who goes over. I think it's going to be I would be shocked if he doesn't go over. I also would be shocked if it goes over 16 and a half minutes long because Brock, we all know Brock can go in short spurts at this point. I'm gonna let Whitey go because yeah. he wanted to burn his second time yeah. out. Yeah, I thought so. about it. I, I, I just I pulled it back. Yeah, go ahead. I'm ready for the argument. I want Jimmy and uh, I want excited. Whitey to go after it. So here we go. So white bread. For how long have you and I have been discussing? What do they need to do? One title for the men. One title for the women. So, arguably, who is the besides Roman Reigns? Who is the next most over individual on WWE television? 
Brock? Charlotte Flair. Oh, all right. Yeah, fair. Charlotte Flair comes out of that title match as the champion. Who's to say that USA is unhappy with Charlotte Flair as their champion? Roman Reigns is the champion of SmackDown. So, I don't... Yes, it's two champions. But this is like... This would be like exactly what... I'm thinking... Like, I really have this overwhelming feeling. I think, to me personally, I think this WrestleMania is monster WrestleMania. I think this is going to go down. Hear, <sighs> hear me out. Hear me out. I am. I'm not. I am. I'm hearing you. I am. Here's the thing. You guys got the AEW glasses on. We're now AEW. Because I did it. I did it. I was there. WCW. I, I, WWF sucks. Everything they do sucks. When in reality, there was a lot of good stuff going on on WWTV when, when I was watching WCW. And I used to watch WWF because how could you not? But what I'm saying is, I think this WrestleMania has the potential to do a thing, a lot of things that we've been waiting for them to do for years. I think this is like the finale of like an era. I think they're going to move forward. And again, this is me being very hopeful. But I think potentially they can move forward. They can have their two champions. They're going to have a women's champion on one show. They're going to have a men's champion on the other show. And they're going to have other storylines going on within with the brand split. Never going to happen. Well, let's see. Oh my God. They... When have they ever done something that we we spoke about? They should do this. When well, do they ever do the right thing that the that the fans think? All right. So we've been complaining for years that the booking has been terrible, right? And now with Roman and, and Brock, we've said nothing but for months. We've but said, that's it, right? There's but, four more hours of show. So, sometimes you gotta you gotta crawl before you walk. And what if they're making the right decisions now? Because I know it's easy now because you have the alternative to watch. When we only had WWE. We would be going into Mania way more excited, way more. And I think the reason we're so downtrodden is because you have a product on the other end. That is so good. So it shines this light on WWE of like, it really enhances all the shit that we've been talking about for years. But I think over the last six to eight months, they've really made steps in the right direction because they know that they're, as much as I like to say, and the WWE like to say, they don't pay attention to AEW, they know what's going on over there. They've brought in these big monster names, CM Punk, and Dan, you know Brian Danielson. Now you got Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy is a huge part of their their fandom. So now all those Jeff Hardy fans, are like, oh shit, Jeff Hardy is now on because he still has that fandom. But this ain't the first time. Here, Jeff Hardy's came. I'm gonna let you take it again. I'm just gonna say this Go one ahead. thing from do. the perspective of a from a business. Okay, I know personally that when you try to change the culture or you try to change the way a business is ran or you try to change. Anything about the company, right? Overhauling it, shifting direction, right? It doesn't just happen overnight. And I think people don't, like a lot of people don't understand that, especially kids. Kids would never understand that. Right. Or like you said, fans that are like in their 50s and they still think it's real kind of thing. Like, right. you know, th- like you don't understand that. So you just complain and get upset and all that. So I agree with that. I agree that it does take time. I've seen very minimal, I don't think I've seen as much as y- you're seeing changes. Uh, in the way that they look like they're going to run it. So I, I don't know. But I will say that, okay, yeah, it does take time. So if they're seeing the product and they're saying, well, maybe maybe we need to go more this way. I I, I wholeheartedly believe still to this day that they're going to sell. I wholeheartedly believe that in the next, I would say two years, they're gone. Disney or Apple is buying it. One of those two. I just, that's what I believe. I, I just think they they, the characters are so, I mean, God, like what you could do with the characters, like you could make Netflix series out of almost fucking all of them. I still say over Vincent Kennedy McMahon's dead body, over his cold dead body. That's fine. That's fine. I don't think, and I said, I I, I agree. I agree with Whitebread. I think 
we would like to because like because he's made these deals because he has to give up a lot of creative to Fox to have have his show be on Fox. So they're gonna say we're because they're not just gonna hand Vince McMahon here's billions of dollars. I mean, this is a guy who had a grandmother give birth to a fucking hand on television. So like, you think Fox doesn't go back and look at that shit? Like, oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin smacked you upside the head with a bedpan. You know, like you said the N bomb. Remember, you know when he said the N bomb with with John Cena. I mean, there's like a billion things that Vince has done that have been incredibly. You faked your own death on TV. You had a girl crawl around and bark like a dog with her with her top off. I mean, you used like, to have brown panties matches. Exactly. So I mean, yeah. Fox when they handed him all this money, they they said to him like, "You're gonna have a little bit of creative control." But Vince wasn't willing to give up everything because Vince will never be able to give up everything because well, he's we'll built see. that from the ground up and he wants to see it continue with his family. What his does he is. want to see that though? Yes. Even I don't. That's where I disagree. Not to. I'm gonna keep this as vague as I can, but like you draw on your own personal experiences. Even in your own personal experiences, when push came to shove, your partner didn't want to give up creative control. Like no, control. no, no. Like I'm control. You're saying like or like the, or when it came to the end, he was trying to find a way to keep his family involved. He didn't right, want to right, give right, up right. his baby. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? The, yeah, I mean different. But the, again, so we're not talking when, when you when you're talking uh, a sale of a local right. You're not talking. No, I know, so but it's he says same, he wants same but different because it's you know, still Vince's baby. Hundred percent. But generational wealth is already not, there. He also views it like it's still his, it was his family's company that was passed down from you know uh, his father from you know his grand, from his, his grand his grandfather totally to his dad, totally understandable. Yeah. But his grandfather couldn't sell it for what it's worth. His dad couldn't sell it for what it's worth. No, well, Vince did all that. No, Vince right now cannot. He already has generational wealth. But he doesn't need the money, so why would he right. get rid of his baby? But it's up point. to Steph. So what happens if Steph's like, "Hey, Dad, listen, I really don't want to do this. I want to be a mother. Shane's doing whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah, Triple H can't go anymore." They won't do anything until Vince is six feet and then what? What happens if so, so? It makes no difference whether Vince passes and Steph sells it, or Vince is the one that says, "Oh, I set my family up for twenty generations down the line. Here's a billion dollars. You know, he, you know, give us a billion dollars. See you later." Like it, make, it makes just, no difference. It comes down to the way people are hardwired, and I do not believe from what we've seen over the last fifty years or so that Vincent Kennedy McMahon is wired that. Okay, way. I just feel like you guys are putting way too much weight on on Vince. And not enough. I get it, so but the bottom line is always a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But he's it always will be. He's at the dead. point where he's at the point where it doesn't fucking matter if the next generation doesn't want it. It doesn't happen. And you guys got to see that it doesn't matter. No. Vince could say, "I want to take. I want this forever. I want this forever. I'm never getting rid of it." He dies, and Steph says, "See ya. I don't want it. No, Who wants it for a billion? Like." No, that, that's very possible that that could happen. What no, I'm saying is yeah, that's possible. that doesn't happen until Vince passes away. Which is all I was okay, saying, Okay, fine. D- back to what I was saying. Yes, creative control. It happens over time. You say it ain't going to happen. I tend to agree with you. I agree. With, I'm trying to play a, I'm trying to play the middleman. Right? I don't want to play So the, we do, we do pl- put the AEW glasses on. No, for sure. Because we fell in love with this product, and it's now no longer delivering mm-hmm. in our eyes. You fell in love with WCW and kind of had no like you didn't have you don't have you never had a choice like you did but then you didn't you know no, what I mean you always had you always had the choice because there was always um, JCP Jim Crocker Promotions and then there was the WWF and then in like I think it's ninety is when they sold to Turner it became WCW so basically from nineteen ninety you know when I was really deeply into wrestling there was always WCW so when WCW went out. That was 2001 when Vince bought. And there was literally nobody. Now you're now you're from that point on is basically a conglomerate. It's basically a monopoly right. on on. Well, you, had, you had 
TNA. Well, TNA was until 2000. 2002. But yeah, but at that point it was just a monthly pay per view. 2005, I, I think, is when you added. Yeah. So I'm saying. 2002, so I saw that. I saw that. So 2001 to. Give me the year where you're like you, a diehard, enormous wrestling fan, is exclusively watching. WWE, where Exclu- like never exclusively because I always had my eye on everything else, but like basically, I mean, from 1990 until 92, like for that two year period, I was just watching WWF. I didn't even know, like, Kerry Von Erich, who was like this giant wrestler, like, he was been around forever. He was like part of the Von Erichs in Texas. Like, when he came to the WWF, that was the first time I found out about him. He was the Texas Tornado, he was just a new character that came in. You know what I mean? Like, it was all, like, when Ric Flair came in, I'm like, who the fuck is Ric Flair? You know what I mean? Like, That's so wild. You know, because wild. I was, like, I was invest, so heavily invested in Hulk Hogan and the WWF. Like, I didn't know who Ric Flair, who's this guy? This right, right, right. The real world champion. And then my dad's like, That's Ric Flair, you know? What are you, what are you nuts? Have some respect. Listen. So, but, but, like, but, like, WWF has been the only thing from basically two, I mean, yes, Impact was around, TNA was around, but, like, it was never. Close to what WCW was. WCW was legit number two yeah. competitor. No, right, right, right. You know what I mean? So like the way the way I felt, because like you growing up, I always kind of had my eye elsewhere while mostly consuming WWE. Right. But like it was different for me because when I would watch Total Nonstop Action, I would be watching it and enjoying it. But like AJ Styles, could you imagine if this guy got on WWE? Right. Right. Th- could you imagine? And then when right, it started right, right. to get sad with. Flair and Hogan and Booker and Kurt towards like 11, the back. 12, yeah. It started to get, and that's when I was like done with it for a while. But whenever you saw this homegrown talent come in, Daniels, all right. these, uh, Kazarian. Well, Daniels was a Ring of Honor guy, wasn't he? Yeah, they yeah, were. He yeah, was, so was. was Kazarian. A lot of the TNA guys were Ring of Honor right, guys because right. Ring of Honor's around well, before T- TNA or TNA right around was the same like time. The original AEW, kind of. You know, yeah, you but not, not to the same. Not booked well and not on national television the way like they got to deal with TNT, which is you know it's in every single home in America for the most right, part. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It's a national channel, yeah. Like, which is the difference. Like WCW was on TBS, like the Turner Broadcasting, which everybody. I mean, everybody used to watch the Atlanta Braves because it was on. Turner. Yeah, Impact was on Spike. <laughs> yeah, Spike. TNA. It's true. It's true that Atlanta Braves. Listen, we gotta. Let's yeah, just, yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to. Yeah, here we go. I just want, real quick, I want you to give me an overall grade of what you think the WrestleMania card will be this year, the WrestleMania show. Combine both nights into one. Don't I don't want to hear what you, what you think of Saturday and what you think of Sunday because we don't know yet, obviously. Just say, overall, I think they're going to deliver this, and this 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 match is going to steal the show. So overall, I'm going to give it a B- minus that I think we're going to get out of it, and I think the match that's going to steal the show is the one that we've been waiting, or the one that should close out a six-match, three-year uh Feud, I think it's going to be uh, Reigns and Brock. Regardless, some, even if Cody shows up at the end, whatever the fuck happens, that whole segment is going to be the best one. I'll give it B minus. Uh, I'm I'm actually for the first time in a long for the first time since like I would say uh, in a while, first time in a while. I'm very much looking forward to this WrestleMania. I know two nights is is going to be a lot of wrestling for a weekend, but overall, I think they've done a good job. Uh, there's like six matches on there that I think are a lot of juice in them. Going to be very good matches. I'm going to give overall for like a WrestleMania and my excitement level, I'm going to give it like an A minus. And I think the show could deliver like a, a big A minus. Men match of the night. My match of the match of the card. We'll call it match of. The- I think I think Edge and AJ Styles is going to steal the show, and I think 
the most exciting match, which most people are going to be talking about the next day is the main event of night two. Right. Yeah, I think the entire show, hype-wise, success-wise, ratings-wise, I guess, if you want to get into it, hinges on the main event, Brock versus Roman. It's what they've put all of their money into over the course of the last 10 months or so. Can I just interrupt you for one second? Go ahead. Sorry, not a timeout, just a quick interruption. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I think that um, the reason, uh, another reason they made, uh, uh, what's it called, the two nights is because you can't have a seven-hour pay-per-view with your biggest match at the end of that pay-per-view and then the crowd's dead. That's partially why well, they're doing it two nights. But it doesn't need to be seven hours. That's... No, no, I, I understand. They're going to do it seven hours. But I'm just saying my point is that's another reason why they're Well, now, hold on. So, because now I got now, now to do it. I got to do it. Out of curiosity, how many people are going to both shows, do you think? What percentage of people? You think? Most of them. Most of them. 65%. Which is still a lot to get up two days in a row for four hours each. I get it. Makes sense. But I'm just saying it, it's still. It's, it's, it's easier to get up after. Going home and sleeping, and then I get it, but it's still you. It's still less juice. You know what I'm saying? Four hour turnaround. Yeah, they have to start both shows hot, and they have to end both shows hot. Right, hundred percent. But that's well, we even see it. You see this problem reported a lot that the crowds are dead during Rampage. Well, they shoot Elevation, then Dark, then Dynamite. It is hard to stay up the whole time. Well, we were there for a two hour Rampage, and it was like by the fucking end, it was all right. Like we're just trying to make the train at this point. I'm just saying the way they built it, night two has to end big. Yeah, has to. So I think the main event is probably going to be a very violent, very fast car crash. I like I said, sixteen and a half minutes. And I'm all for it. The over under, and I'm all for that, that. That we don't need these thirty minute, sixty minute Iron Man matches all the time. And the fact of the matter is, Brock can't really do it. I'm taking the over. Yeah. Twenty four minutes. No, nah, I, I think like fifteen minutes. Bell to bell. Bell to bell, fifteen minutes. I say twenty four bell to bell. Wow. I don't know about I don't 24. Know. I don't know about 15, but 24, that's a fucking number, dude. So, <laughs> I, I agree I got, that... I got 10 bucks on the over. Anybody wants to take it? Over 24? No, no, no. 16, oh, 16 and a half. 16 and a half. Oh, I would, take, I would take 16 and a half on the over. I wouldn't take 24. I'd to get... No, no, 16 What we should do yeah. is, because you know books have odds, we should see if there's an actual over on there. All right. Let's do it. Give us your um, grade. I think the show, match steals the show is Edge versus AJ, or at least the potential to steal the show. I'm going to go, this has the potential to go from B- minus to B+, plus, depending on how the main event delivers. Okay, I'm okay with that. That wraps up the WWE segment, right, for this month of uh, March. Well, we recapped, I guess, in February, but then we looked ahead at WrestleMania. So yeah. we did a lot. But uh, we'll call this the WrestleMania, the pre-WrestleMania show, right? Yeah, it's like the WrestleMania preview show. As always, we're brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions, Sachi De Dinero, and Stay Thirsty Company. Peace out. <laughs>